Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Pure Nintendo podcast. My name is Gemma, and with me this week, I have three of Pure Nintendo's greatest members. I have Kirk. Welcome back, Kirk. Glad to be here again. And you brought some friends this week, <laughs> not alone. <laughs> yeah, they, no one abandoned me. Well, no, Trevor still abandoned me, but... Trevor still did, yes. Yeah. Um, but we do have Justin. Welcome, Justin. Hey, good to be back. And, and Katie. Welcome back, Katie. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining me again this week. And this week we're going to go through a few games, including, of course, Pikmin 4, which is kind of the game of the moment because it's just come out. But we're going to talk about a little bit of news and other games that we're playing. And I wanted to start things off with uh, a bit of an interesting news piece that I saw during the week. I didn't know if you guys even uh, saw this or not, but it was the 40th anniversary of the Famicom um, almost a week ago, so during the week, early last week. And that was 1983, the Famicom launched in the US, sorry, not the US, Japan, in July. And I thought, that's crazy, that's astounding. Um, And I know it came out two years later, I think, in the US, and then a year after that in Europe and Australia. And I thought it might be fun to just talk about a few NES or NES memories, um, because I think we all, well, I, you know, I joined the Nintendo fandom via the NES um are we all how did we all fare with that did especially I think I know Justin might have had some experience because we talked about the Zelda titles a while ago but Kirk did you have an NES back in the day I did not have one myself um Mm -hmm. that came out when I was in college in fact I think I remember it was my freshman year um at least that's when I first started playing it I still owned it in television I took right. my Intellivision with me to college. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and I, I don't think anyone ever was willing to play it with me because the <laughs> NES was out by that point. But yes. I do remember going down to my, uh, uh, my friend of mine had it, and we would spend quite a bit of time playing a game called Jackal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackal's fantastic. Yes. I will always remember that. And I'm surprised I have never seen that updated or moved anywhere else. It, it may have yeah. been an exit, but... Uh, if they put that up on on Nintendo Online, I would I would play Jackal again. Yes, uh, one of those baseball games that was a wrestling game, and I toyed around with the original Zelda a little bit, but I don't think I put a lot of time. Yeah, Jackal. I don't know Jackal. This is a run and gun type of situation. Kind of like it, it was. You were really far away from the action. It was top down, and I believe you were moving up the screen. It wasn't like a side scroll left to right. Um, and cool. Various enemies would come down, and you could get in a jeep and drive it around, maybe. Yeah. Um, and basically, just a, a, a attacking things as they're coming at you from the top of the screen. <laughs> right. Okay. Warming. And it's a it was a Konami game, actually. So yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll announce something. Who knows what could happen, right? <laughs> oh yeah, well, they're having that event, uh, that, right. that media event. Um, <laughs> they're going to announce Jackal. It's going to be very. It could. Exciting. It could be. <laughs> you know. It's all coming together. It's all falling into place, right? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll find out soon enough, I guess. Um, and Justin and Katie, do you want to speak briefly about the NES? Because I know Justin, had a, you've got a couple of older siblings who probably had it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was so I was born in 86. Yeah. So, but I, I played the NES quite a bit um, when I was probably, you know, five, six, seven. And then yeah, it still played some here and there and jackal was was a favorite of ours it was amazing because it was co-op it was local co-op i was about to ask if it was co-op that's oh man yeah it was (laughs) it reminded me of a lot of those scrolling shooters at the time like typically you're in like an airplane like 1941 1942 you have a spaceship or something like those were really popular but this was really unique in the sense you were on the ground and you were you know taking the jeep around and your buddy could have another jeep and you could get various weapon upgrades uh you could rescue hostages these like prisoners of war in these little areas um you get them to extraction points and so you could actually lose you know buddies that you're rescuing like if they got shot then you know, <laughs> right. wouldn't get as many points when you extracted at the end and anyways it was really cool and you fought kind of like larger enemies like big ships or you know very similar to what you'd fight in those scrolling shooter games um but yeah jackal was awesome uh i remember mickey mousecapades i don't know why that's jumping into my head uh, <laughs> it sounds familiar really, but i can't picture it at all so <laughs> that was a really fun game that we had growing up 
of course, Mario Brothers 3 and original mm-hmm. Mario Brothers, Super Mario yep. Brothers, uh, Duck Hunt, so many fun things there. We we had a Power Glove. Uh, uh, cool. That was, that was pretty fun to tinker with. Fancy. Yeah, it was, it was fancy. Um, did you feel like Thanos when you put the glove on? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, always, I always did that line from the movie The Wizard where you put it on and it's like, I love the Power Glove. It's so bad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love I love in the eighties when bad was good. You know, bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we had we had Rad Racer, I think. Yeah. RC Pro Am. RC Pro Am was an early rare game. Uh, right. Had, uh, um, Banjo Kazooie and Goldeneye, all that stuff. That same rare. So. Oh wow, cool. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really know that. That's yeah. What about you, Katie? Did you experience the NES back in the day? No, I missed the NES. I actually, my first experience with uh, gaming was the Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. I just missed it, but but my older sisters, I think, got to play it. But um, yeah, they they played the SNES more than the NES. Mm, Yep, that's cool. And it's pity Trev isn't on because he still he has an NES, right? Like he still actively plays it, which is really cool. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, well, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. I think we've got some good games there to inspire us to go and hunt down if we haven't still got an NES. I'm guessing Justin hasn't because you've sold all your old systems. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I still have mine somewhere at my mom's house. I need to dig it out. I keep saying that and I haven't. And I don't even know if it would work. You probably need some sort of adapter these days for a modern TV, right? Or do do you literally need an old TV? You can get some adapters, like even modern TVs. Um, some of them will still have the like the yellow video connector. Um, mm. There's an adapter there you can get. So, so yeah, you should be able to to still connect them up. Yeah, I have a Lego NES, but that that doesn't. That doesn't oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirk, because Kirk keeps mentioning things he has in his basement, like some sort of old Mac. And some sort of pinball machine. Do you have oh. an old Intellivision down there? <laughs> I yeah, actually I do. I have I have an Intellivision, <laughs> and then I have uh, what was called the Intellivision Two, which was just kind of like a different model that played the exact same games. Um, <laughs> neither neither one of them work. Oh, okay. Um, right. One of them, the controllers are are shot, um, and they weren't replaceable back then. They were they were hardwired in. So oh, right. You had to mm-hmm. like uh, what they call the circuit matrix. You had to take the controller apart and get this circuit matrix of like plastic I, I, I don't even know what it is and, and shove it in there uh, and the other one the games don't play so oh that's a shame maybe one day I'll get smart and cobble them together into one working system <laughs> I have a lot of games so many games yeah Just can't use them. wow it's like a little museum at your place yeah <laughs> if you go back into the storage area of the basement <laughs> it's, it's not a well-presented museum <laughs> <laughs> that's cool Nice. All right. Well, thank you. That's a bit of a trip down memory lane for the NES. Well, the, it's the Famicom. Let me just reiterate. Famicom celebrated its 40th anniversary. But still, we obviously cel- we obviously played the NES um, in the West. So, yeah. And there's a lot of fun memories. I mean, um, yeah, it was the first system I ever had as a child. My dad uh, brought it home. My sister and I played it. Uh, my mom played it. And Zelda and, and Mario and Duck Hunt, I guess, were the big three at the time for us. So, Super fun times. And I love hearing about all those games, Justin, that you played. And I really kind of think, I like I said, Jackal is overdue for a re- reboot. <laughs> it yeah. sounds really good. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fantastic. Yeah, cool. Well, let's move on to a more modern title, um, specifically Pikmin 4, which has just come out. Uh, yeah. For you guys, it's actually just come out today since we're recording Friday night for you. And Kirk, do you want to kick things off? Because I think you've managed to steal away a few hours with this one this afternoon. Yes. How'd you yes, go? I, I, I took my, my my typical trip into Best Buy and I got Pikmin in my Pikmin tote bag that came yes. with it, um, <laughs> which is not a very high quality tote bag, but it may survive two or three trips to the grocery store. <laughs> oh, that's <Yes>. disappointing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then I, I, I spent a few hours with it um, and have enjoyed myself. It's 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 good. It's it picked up where the demo left off, and for completing the demo, it gave me five bomb flowers, I think. Um, 
yeah, which we it got, didn't, it we didn't really same. explain how to use them. And it's kind of, you know, it's not a lot, but all I did was complete the demo. So do I reserve anything more than five bomb flowers? That is a good no. question. And we had the very same question because, yeah, we did the demo, got the bombs, and we don't even know how to use them. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there was even a point in the game where it was they they even suggested you know bomb those bomb things would be good to use here. I'm like okay, <laughs> where are they? Yeah, because in Pikmin three, you know, certain Pikmin would be holding the bombs. You could you know cycle through your Pikmin until you found the the bomb holding little guys, and yeah. they would you know you could deploy them. But that's yes. not seems not to be the case now. So. Uh, maybe when you get to the point in the story where you find them naturally, they'll explain mm, where, where to true. use them. So I don't know. Yes. Mm -hmm. True. What day are you up to currently? Five. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So I didn't get too far. I think I was on three. I just completed three at the end of the demo. Mm -hmm. um, but there are quite a few caverns mm -hmm. um, that you discover because it opened up a new area and there were some caverns. And one of them was four levels deep. So <laughs> I, I spent a good amount of time down there, but um, not to give anything away, you know, but it's early enough. I don't think it's an issue. That's where I found the blue Pikmin. So cool. I, I've added blue to my arsenal. Oh, we have not, we have not done that yet. We were doing more overworld stuff. Um, Hayden, so Hayden and I were playing, Hayden's my youngest and he's a big Pikmin fan. Uh, he's actually playing it right now while I'm recording. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is cool, but we do not have the blue Pikmin yet. So we'll have to take that tip of yours. Thank you. Uh, did you get the multiplayer you wanted? Two person no. simultaneous? No. I was going to talk about that. I wanted to sort of get the positives out of the way first. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. Or do you want me to say it now? Um, yeah. I mean, we did play together because it is, you can play together, right? Um, but the second player is just a little invisible person who's shooting pebbles, basically. Kind of like, uh, I read this online, actually, it's a good description. It's a bit like Mario Galaxy. Yeah. You know, the, the second player can shoot stars. Yeah, it feels like that. Um, it's not, it's probably a little bit more fun than I anticipated in that it's a bit, a little bit more than the Mario Galaxy star shooter. Um, it's useful, like it's fun to shoot things, but... Hayden even was saying, can you stop shooting things? Because he wanted to destroy them with his Pikmin, right? So <laughs> I was I was too efficient with my pebbles. <laughs> um, and I really just wanted to be a little astronaut walking around. And I, I have to say, if I was, we were talking before the show, we're not sure who's reviewing this game, but if I was reviewing the game, I would have to dock a point for the lack of co-op multiplayer, as in the, the same as I had for Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I've been thinking about this all morning before the show. It's, I hate being negative and I'm not negative because this is a really, so far, a really great game. It's It looks beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot to do, a lot of exploration. I think the one-player mode is going to be a real treat. But we had like proper co-op multiplayer in Pikmin 3 Deluxe, uh, mm -hmm. which was a Switch title. And now we've got a, you know, an all-new Switch Pikmin game why would you not bring that across that new thing if you if people came to pikmin via the switch pikmin 3 deluxe they would expect that to continue i think i certainly yeah. did yeah. <laughs> so i am disappointed by that um yeah sadly yeah but otherwise it's really good like ochi is great mm -hmm. yeah um you you're swimming now with ochi kirk i'm guessing Yes, actually, because yes. there was a point where I there there was some there were some blue Pikmin in the water, and this was mm -hmm. after I'd found them. But I went with Ochi to get them, and Ochi started Ochi started to drown. And oh, they no. said he can't swim, and I had to call him back. I was like, I thought for sure he could <laughs> he could swim across the water. Maybe it was it's too deep. I don't know. But then a little bit later on, when I went to start a new morning. Um, What's the, the 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 main woman that uh, that that you talked to? Well, one of the uh, one of the castaways um, said that she's been doing some training and now Ochi knows how to swim. Yes. So right. yeah, <laughs> it was just that tiny moment, um, <laughs> one section early where he wasn't able to get into the water, but now he can. So yes, uh, right. That's where yeah we've done that as well. I don't know any of the characters' names. Is there a Russ? I think or something. Yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a Colin. Um, <laughs> 
I got to met a, a couple of the couple of the castaways I just met. I can't remember their names. I, I should have written all this down. Yeah, there's a lot of names to remember. I was thinking that last night um, because we've we've been joking about Brittany, <laughs> Kirk, you and I, um, and and Alf. There were only three new ones in Pikmin three and now there's like a whole cast and it's like i i can't remember the names <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah because yeah. because it's not just the people who crashed in the ship there's a whole slew of castaways that you find mm. that, mm-hmm. that bring other other things other abilities in as well like i think i just met a florist um oh i don't know exactly <laughs> what purpose he's going to serve but he really enjoys flowers and was exploring flowers and now he's too scared to do it and he needs your help <laughs> Well, a florist, you think, yeah, Pikmin is right up his alley, his or her alley, uh, <laughs> being little flower plant-based critters. Yeah. Um, cool. So I was going to say that, yeah, Ochi is a huge uh, plus in this game. I think he's a really excellent addition. Is it a he? I guess it's a he. I think they refer to him as he, yeah. Yeah. But there seem to be others around, like at the beginning, you know, if you play the demo or I suppose if you're playing this game and having not played the demo, Oliver has a green version of Ochi, which has a different name, I think. Yeah. Um, so there's obviously other breeds <laughs> of dogs. <laughs> and oh, hey, Hayden has incoming details. He knows the name of the green Ochi. Do you want to tell me? Oh. Moss. Its name is Moss. Okay. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you to Hayden. <laughs> And he's great, so that makes sense. <laughs> Have you guys so, seen Ochi um, sneeze? Oh, I haven't. No. I, so. I, I, saw, I think I saw a video or something. Maybe it was on Nintendo's Twitter or something. But they, um, Ochi had some Pikmin on his back, and there were some Pikmin around <laughs> him. And yeah. there was a little gif, and, and he sneezed, and all the Pikmin around him were like, whoa, you know, like they, <laughs> <laughs> they're all like surprised, and you know. Oh, that's cool. It was just fun. It was a real cute animation that they, did, you know, decided to do there. But. Yeah, and Ochi is super cute. That is such yeah. a good description because, yeah. And Pikmin has always been adorable, really. <laughs> Those little plant creatures are so cute. And, yeah, like I said, Ochi is a wonderful addition. Um, I love the way the Pikmin just grab onto the side of him when you're walking around. Just yeah. <laughs> It's just adorable. It is. Uh, so I definitely am loving the game. It's just I really wish they had this co-op. I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, maybe when we were talking about the demo, that when Pikmin 3 Deluxe came out, it was summer for us and it was also um, we were in the midst of the pandemic. So we spent, you know, weeks uh, kind of almost isolated in a lockdown type situation and we just played Pikmin 3 and it was just the two of us playing Pikmin 3 every day. We'd, we'd spend a couple hours together. And we got through the main story and then we went back and did the hard, uh, vert, like the hard mode that you unlock mm-hmm. after you do the main story. So we loved it enough to, to do it again straight away, <laughs> um, which is a good sign. So, yeah, anyway. Katie, have you had a chance to try it as yet? I know it's just come out for you. <laughs> no, I, I, we have the demo. We've had the demo for a while. And yeah, yeah. Did you finish like, the I, demo? I think. Did you finish the demo, Justin? No, no, I didn't. I didn't fully finish it. I played, I played more than half of it, but yeah, yeah. you <laughs> won't get your bombs then. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm working my bombs. But that's all right. But, yeah, yeah. You've been playing a lot of Zelda. Yeah, well, I was trying to finish it before. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yes, we will. More time into that too. <laughs> there was no way I was going to finish Zelda before Pikmin came out. <laughs> but, Anyway, we will, and we will definitely talk about Zelda shortly. I just wanted to say also, and I don't know if you've noticed this, Kirk, in Pikmin 4, we were really disappointed that we couldn't use the rush ability. You know, like in Pikmin 3, you can press X and all the Pikmin rush, right? Yeah. But it is there. Have you found it? Um, I think so. If you, there was, because I remember doing it once and there was a different colored arrow. It wasn't the arrow of the dog. It seemed to be the arrow of the red Pikmin. And then they ended up, rushing and i don't know what i did to make it happen we so i think it's this rust character has like a laboratory that you can visit and you can buy upgrades okay maybe i did it yeah maybe (laughs) move that you learn or something i guess i don't know but essentially that you you collect those little 
what are they, gems? I don't know what they are. Those blue things that you collect. Yeah, like diamonds or diamonds. something. Yeah. You can trade them in for, yeah, upgrades, I guess. Like you can make Ochi fireproof um, or fire resistant. I don't know if he's fireproof. You can make yourself fireproof and fire resistant. And I, like, I think you can absorb electricity, things like that. But also there's a rush ability that you can unlock, which is really cool because uh, we were sort of complaining about that because that was something we used a lot in Pikmin 3. You can obviously rush Ochi, um, but yeah, until you unlock that, you can't rush your Pikmin to attack or, or, or gather or whatever you want to do with them. So it is nice that that's there. That's one less thing for me to complain about. I <laughs> I'm not complaining. It's just the co-op. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, what else, Kirk? Have you experienced anything interesting that you'd like to there share? Were a, there were a couple cool things as I was playing. I wish I would have written them down because mostly they're escaping me right now. But I do mm -hmm. remember there was one point where I had to cross um, a body of water and I had the ice Pikmin. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's one thing I want to say before I forget. I, there, there were streams of water shooting up, kind of like geysers. And it... it I thought in order to solve the puzzle, I was going to have to freeze the geyser and then be able to like jump across it or something. Um, so I threw the ice Pikmin at the geyser and it said that they can't get wet and it was going to drown, oh. which I found strange, <laughs> but yeah. I called him back and then threw the blue Pikmin. And it was just one of those things where you had to basically shut off the geyser. They, they right. hit it for a while. The water stops and then you're able to cross. So that's all that was. Cool. Um, so don't throw the ice Pikmin um, at geysers because <laughs> they don't like it. However, <laughs> if you throw them in a body of water, of course, the body of water freezes and you can go across. Um, one thing you can do is if there is an enemy in the, the water, you don't need to attack it with the water Pikmin because if you freeze it, that will freeze as well. And right. if it's one of those um, enemies that's like half above it, then you can attack and kill it without it being able to harm you. <laughs> Because mm -hmm. it's frozen as you're is standing on the lake, so I, cool. I did that and felt good about myself. <laughs> is there a timed period for the frozen lake situation, or does it does it does it unfreeze? Does it thaw out, or does it stay frozen? Kind of, it stays frozen as long as you keep your ice Pikmin in the water. If you call them out, ah, then okay. it'll stay frozen for a brief period, but it'll tell you the water's about to thaw, um, okay. and then almost a second or two later, it does. So yeah. you have to keep the ice pigment in the water if you want it to stay frozen. Okay, so you do get your ice pigment back. They don't. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought you lost them for some reason, but it must be that you do temporarily lose them while it's frozen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it gives you like a number, like I, probably how big the body of water is is how many ice pigment it takes to freeze it. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes well, sense. Yeah, we haven't tried that. Well, I haven't tried that. Hayden may have tried that, but I haven't. That's cool. And there was... There was one boss um, in one of the, what well, wasn't a boss, maybe a mini boss, maybe just a monster, down in one of the caverns. It looked like a, a great big slab of rock, flat rock, kind of like a, a thick cheeseburger made of rock. <laughs> um, and I threw my Pikmin and they landed on top of it and started to hit it and it slowly started to rise up. And I realized too late what it was about to do. Um, it basically is just going to flip over on its back and all the Pikmin that you had on it are going to get smashed so i called them as quickly as i could but they you know they were running the same direction that the guy was falling and it was like uh did you ever see the movie mars attacks <laughs> yes the, the the absolutely brilliant scene where they're they're aiming the washington monument on the cub scouts yeah yes <laughs> and it was falling down that's that's how i felt like this thing just started to fall and i was looking at my pikmin who obviously weren't going to make it and thought, oh, no. <laughs> I, I think only nine of them ended up dying, but since you have a limited number to take down into the caverns mm -hmm. with you to begin with, it, it still was, uh, it made me sad, but yeah. I continued onward. Yes. <laughs> Is it the 30 that you have above ground? Is that your limit below ground? The, is it, I, it has different numbers. I don't think it restricted uh, to 30. In fact, I think okay. I've unlocked enough, uh, I've found like a couple of yellow onions and that increases the number that you're allowed to have above ground. I believe I'm oh, up okay. to 50 now. Oh, that's cool. Um, mm. But yeah, as you go down, they kind of tell you, um, they, they'll give you a number, but then they'll say, you're going to need red, you're going to need yellow. And you can decide if you want to take some extra ones too. Mm -hmm. um, but they tell you what will probably be best to have. And then as you go down, you will find more. 
So if you don't lose anybody, then it adds on to it. Like if your restriction was 30 and you five, now your restriction is, is 35. Right. So okay. yeah, you, you do get to keep adding them as you find them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. There's, I mean, I haven't done any of the caverns myself. Hayden, I think has, but we were doing mostly overworld stuff together yesterday. Yeah. But we did find a few, I know we did find a few entrances uh, to them. We're like, should we go down? No, we'll keep going on, on top here. So, <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's just a lot to do, which is great. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, it should keep us busy for a little while. But I don't think it'll keep us quite as busy as uh, Zelda has. <laughs> <laughs> um, and since you were just, I, well, Katie, I know you, you've got some Zelda updates for us as well. But since you were just talking, Kirk, I am interested because you haven't played a lot of Zelda recently. Have you gone back to it at all? Well, not really. Not yet. Not I know yet. Okay. Every week I say I'm going to. <laughs> you do. Um, this you do. week, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm going to because I'm going to be playing Pikmin 4 in my other reviews. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know when. I, I need to. I miss it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's, it is that kind of feeling, I think. And I think I mentioned my, uh, my other son, Harrison. He's uh, started his own profile and he's now feeling that same draw where it's like, I just can't wait to play Zelda again, right? <laughs> You're just thinking about it all the time, so it is uh, addictive like that. But um, I, I mean, I do have an update as well. But let's, Katie, do you have how's your Hyrule Hyrulean adventure going lately? Because you were trying to finish it before Pikmin, didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually almost there. I, oh, I have cool three more shrines to get, two more light routes, and oh, then wow. to Ganondor. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, she's been she's been getting everything. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple uh, armor. I got the gloom, the whole gloom suit, and it upgraded. And... Wow, <laughs> you are doing very well. So you've got three more shrines. You mean you've got one hundred forty-seven shrines then, out of one hundred fifty? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> that's really impressive. Um, yeah, they're uh, they're really well hidden. Some of them, like, <laughs> some of them, I just had. I was like, I have to look this up. I have all been all over this mountain. I cannot find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so cool. So, do you think this is the week then that you'll take on Ganondorf, or are you putting that off a little bit? <laughs> so yeah, so I put my goal as in to get all the shrines and get all the light routes, and then go for Ganondorf. So now that I'm very much close to that, I'm like, oh, now I have to make good on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, but previously. Come Sorry. up with just like I need better weapons. I'll, I'll go get some more weapons. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll yeah. take them easily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow Justin's lead, flurry yeah. attack. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, practice my flurry attack. Yeah. What actually, Justin? What was your strongest weapon that you took into your battle in terms of um, yeah. stats? <laughs> probably the master sword. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. That was probably the. But other than that. I did have some things that could fuse that were decent power, um, but yeah, not not much. Yeah, the Master Sword. Thankfully, the Master Sword does not cool down uh, when you fight Ganondorf. Like, like you you can just keep using it the whole time. So, cool. So I, I basically I didn't use any other weapon for for Ganondorf. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips for? other good fuses for weapons because i'm finding i do have a lack of powerful weapons at the moment i just can't find anything good what's your tip for best fuse for a weapon katie would probably know more fuses than i do there yeah You've, what are some of the those floxes uh i haven't you fused anything with the floxes because i had to use their parts to upgrade my gloom suit but um any you kind of like um, spear, spear, or jabby weapon <laughs> with yeah. uh, with any of the bot goblins horns. No, yeah, mm -hmm. bot goblins. I can't say that either. It's... Yeah, <laughs> they do pretty well because you can you can be really fast with them. Mm -hmm. They may True. not be as powerful, but you'd be real quick and you can jump around yeah. and get several Double stabs. Yeah, but yeah, you have to start fighting like bigger like enemies to start getting better weapons. Mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. or better you know horns or parts yeah but diamond is it, if you ever find any diamonds diamonds are always the really good to fuse oh, yeah. mm -hmm. cool. 
cool. I don't know if I have diamonds. I might have one or two. I have are lots of other. Are diamonds ice or are they lightning? Nah, I don't think they have the. They don't have an elemental. They're just durable. <laughs> Which is what you want, because yeah, yeah, everything yeah. breaks otherwise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Do you have any other uh, Zelda-related updates for your adventures? Anything interesting you've seen on your journeys? Well, one thing that was interesting about fusing is that um, if you fight any of the taluses, uh, like the ice ones or the igneous ones, they'll drop little um, rock hearts. Mm. Oh, yeah. You can fuse, which are, they're really powerful, but you can't fuse, you can't collect them. You have to have huh. a weapon ready to go to fuse if mm. you want to use it. So, like, you have to, like, drop something, find something else, and then fuse it to get it. Huh. Or put, like, because at first I was like, oh, cool, I'll just collect that. And when I find another, you know, weapon that I haven't fused yet, I'll just fuse it with that. And I couldn't, I couldn't collect it. And I was like, mm. oh. So you have oh, to do it right then and there. <laughs> so that was a little annoying, but yeah, yeah. That's but kind still. of a bummer if you have like all fused weapons, then you're like, oh, mm. I got something random to kind of. Yeah, so like you almost huh. want like one that you haven't fused quite yet, just going yeah. into the talisman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did wish that you could unfuse things, you know, like oh, I fused that, or or maybe you find a fused weapon and you're like, no, let's break that apart, you know. I don't know. It'd be kind of. Can you not do that? Oh, you can you can destroy the fuse material, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah you can destroy it, but then you, you then lose you that have item, but you yeah. still Which seems like a waste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to waste this. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Just break it into the pieces again. Yeah, I wish you could do that too, actually. I mean, because when you're using Ultra Hand, you can, you know, take things, like if you've joined two wooden planks together or whatever, you can separate them again. Yeah. You can't do that with fuse, unfortunately. <laughs> Not without destroying it anyway, which is a bit sad. Has anyone come across, you know, uh, those weird gloomy creatures that sometimes you find in the overworld and they're they're moving around, they have like four eyes and they're like they they chase you once they see you. And it's like this gloom circle with four eyes sticking up. Or hands, actually the hands, I think. Are they hands? Oh yeah. Yeah. They're really yeah. creepy and they're really fast. Yes. Yes. Very, very fast. <laughs> Has anyone defeated one of those? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And what happened when you defeated it? Uh, I used a whole bunch of bomb arrows. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. But the crazy thing was is that after I defeated it, I got a Phantom Ganon. Right. Yes. And I was like, ah, <laughs> but I just finished killing this. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. We're just have a battle. Yeah, that just happened uh, this week to to Harrison, actually, my son. He he yeah. defeated one with some bomb arrows, and then all of a sudden, Phantom Ganon is there, um, and you know, killed him instantly. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you defeat Phantom Ganon? Uh, barely. I just uh, it was very surprising, so I wasn't quite ready, but I managed to slip out. With I had enough food to survive it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Awesome. Was well, was there a good reward? Like, is it worth us chasing these things down or not really? <laughs> um, I got his sword, the Gloom Sword, which is pretty powerful, but it takes hearts away from you. Mm-hmm. But if you're on the, yep. in the overworld, they'll immediately go back to being unbroken, yeah. but you would still have to fill the hearts back up. But right. so, yeah, it's kind of a risk reward. Risk reward yeah. Yeah. yeah, you get a better weapon, but you also might lose some hearts. Yeah. I think it is like a decent damage, like 40 or 50. Something, yeah. It's... Something like that. Like like by itself without fusing. Yeah, without fusing. Yeah, it's yeah. like level yeah. 40. And so every time you connect, like hit someone, it takes, what, a quarter yeah. of a heart or half a heart or something? It'll, it'll break one heart. Yeah, so it breaks the, breaks the hearts, kind of like the gloom does. So, so yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. then not until you're back out in the sun will it pop back out. Oh, okay. But if you're yeah. using it in the um, depths, then you still have to you have to find a light route or something. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that took us by surprise. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, Kirk, you said you have experienced this thing. I heard. Did you destroy it or not? The hand. Oh, what did no. T- no. Um, <laughs> I've just been running from them. <laughs> The first time I, I got caught, because, yeah, it is really fast. I couldn't get mm-hmm. away. The second time um, was in a 
cave and I managed to climb up out of its reach <laughs> um, and just took off. Um, I think mm-hmm. Sam ended up doing it in the exact area and he was able to attack it because it couldn't reach him. So he was able to safely eliminate it. Um, but I, because he was the one who pointed out that uh, then, then he had to go up against Phantom Ganon, but I honestly cannot mm-hmm. remember what the resolution there was. Yeah. Okay. Whether he died or was able to take care of it or or just had to retreat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yes. Well, we 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 tried to retreat, but well, I mean, I was just watching Harrison, but he uh, doesn't have a whole lot of hearts because he's only started relatively recently, so he was very easily uh, <laughs> taken down by the Phantom Ganon. So, yes, but it was just such a surprise. We didn't know that was going to happen, and it was like, what? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. It's like this is kind of that game. This is the the style of this game. It's just you find something new to look at or do, and then you're taken by surprise. So, yeah, one more element of surprise. Um, I guess I should mention my update because I have for weeks now been saying uh, I'm going to make it to a temple, and I was having that issue with <clears throat> excuse me the whole Chulin uh, <laughs> situation. So I finally found Chulin. Um, which is super exciting because it was just, he was right there. I think I said this to you and, and you had the same experience, Katie, where he, he was just right there. Um, and, <laughs> but I'd given up on that whole mission. I'm just like, I can't find him. I'm just wandering around in the snow. I just don't know where he is. I'm just going to go do some of the other things. And, and then I came back. I'm like, no, I've got to do this temple. So found Chulin, unlocked his power, which is, which is really helpful, that blasting that he does. I find his little voice when he says, let's go, very different to uh, the rest of Zelda voices. Do you find this? It's very kind of anime. I don't know. It feels like it's cute, like it's cool, but it's just, it's, it stands out to me. I don't know if anyone else thought that. <laughs> yeah, it's very, yeah. I don't want to say adolescent, but yeah, it's very young. and Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, he is, right? He is a right, little, yeah. he's, a, he's a youngling. So anyway, yeah. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned this, I think this might have been just uh, with Trev and, and Justin and Kirk during the week, not on, on the show, but I did the, you know, I can't remember what the area is called, I'm so bad with the names, but in the lead up to the, the Wind Temple, you have to go up into the Sky Islands and navigate these kind of, I always wanted to call it a labyrinth, it's not really a labyrinth in that there are not walls, but there are, you have to find the right path to get to that big cloud of, that big gust of stormy wind whatever it is right that's causing this this havoc over Rito village and i'd been there i'd done half of this already previously like before i found chulin and then i got as far as i could and then realized there was a big gap and i couldn't go any further so i'm like oh i'll give up on this obviously with chulin he can blast you across these these spaces much more much more easily so it was a bit annoying that i'd kind of done this and then had to do it again i'm like oh what (laughs) we've done this yeah anyway so i made it to the to the gust i made it to this big uh wind tornado thing whatever it is and i was so excited to go in and finally finally find myself inside a temple and i haven't finished it though i'm sorry to say i'm sorry to report i have not finished the wind temple but i am in progress and i'm what i'm what i'm i'm locked what am i doing unlocking the those gates on the top level of the ship excuse me that you're in so i've started walking on the ship and obviously using chillin's power to unlock them so that's really exciting but i just can't believe i finally actually made it to a temple after all this time what is it two and a half months that it's, <laughs> since it's been out so <laughs> um, have, you, think, have you beaten it or are you just no just... no i have not beaten it no i have not um no i'm only i think you have to unlock five of those um uh, yeah. gate things and I've done one so far. So, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, but then I'll get to play over the weekend. This is the weekend for me now. So I will get some more time with that in between Pikmin 4. And, yes, my goal is definitely to at least conquer one temple before the next show. So, yes. And um, that's my story. <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping everyone would be proud of me, but I think it's actually quite sad. <laughs> Yeah, because at least I don't have 147 shrines to back me up. It's not like I've been busy doing that. (laughs) 
it's it, well, pretty much however we play. There's always somebody who's posted something on on YouTube or Twitter or something that just absolutely shames me in you know, <laughs> the ingenuity with the engineering of the game or mm-hmm. some some person who was able to beat. So yes, you know, yeah. we're we're all taking it our own pace and uh, and having fun with it. And isn't that really all that matters? Yes, that's. Well put, Kirk. Thank you. You made me feel better. <laughs> I am enjoying it, and I do enjoy my time with it. And yeah, it it's just the game that keeps on giving. In a way, um, it, it might be nice if it was a little bit more linear. Like I said, the the fact that I had been into those Sky Island areas <laughs> uh, before finding Chulin, I'm like, ah, oh, well, that's annoying. But anyway, it's fine. It is what it is. And yeah, I'm definitely enjoying watching Harrison play it, and he's doing really well. He's behind me, but. Uh, he's definitely found some shrines that I haven't. So I'm just like, whoa, where is that? I need to go and find that. So that's cool and helpful. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, it keeps – and it motivates you because I think you had – you like Justin and Katie have been playing separately, so that probably motivates you too. I know Kirk, your son, has also been playing, especially back when it first launched, and so that was – you guys are alternating and maybe feeding off each other as well? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely were. Um, I think right around the time that uh, I kind of petered out on it, he did too. Yeah. Um, so we'll <laughs> probably both hit it again at the exact same time and, and mm-hmm. hopefully be able to finish it around the same time as well. Cool. Well, that'll be exciting. Yes. Well, I look forward to hearing about that. For now, let's move on to some other games that we're playing. And Kirk, would you like to tell us about something called Garlic? What is this? Yeah. Um, this is a game. It's been out for, um, uh, let's see a couple weeks now maybe mm-hmm. um maybe a bit longer than that it's kind of a, a retro platformer um it's one of those games where they make it hard on purpose <laughs> um the controls are basic but you really need to master them and be exceptionally precise in order to be able to uh, complete it um the, the premise is uh it's called garlic uh it they don't i guess ever really address if you are garlic like you're this guy who has a head that looks more like an onion really <laughs> Um, But he basically is in love with this cyber goddess who's at the top of this tower and he has to get to the top of it because he, you know, wants to uh, connect, we'll say, with her. Um, (laughs) So it's a lot of really difficult platforming. Um, It it gets a little more credit. Like, I'm not very good at these games and, and they're frustrating, but this one gives you an awful lot of checkpoints. And it's interesting because you're not just going like left to right across, you know, scrolling across a long level. You're going up, but it's sort of like, uh, let's say the old um, like Donkey Kong games or Pac-Man, where if you move off the right hand side of the screen, you appear on the left. So the screen Ah. doesn't move. You just kind of have to navigate it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're going to need to in order to make some of the jumps and leaps that you that you have to to get up there. There are some very thin, tiny platforms you need to hit. They disappear. There are, of course, fireballs coming at you. There are various enemies. Um, you don't really have attacks so much as just the ability to, like, um, charge into enemies. Um, and it's got uh, sort of like an, an, an NES visual approach to it, um, 8-bit, 16-bit, whatever that would be. But the, it's they are constantly changing the colors, and there are a lot of homages to games from around that time, like, you're, you're playing one level and it looks like um, this particular game. And then you go to another level and it's a slightly different type of gameplay. So you you can kind of pick where the influence came from as you go along. The colors change. So it changes up enough to keep it interesting as you as you progress. Is there a Jackal-themed um, level? Oh, no, <laughs> nothing quite like Jackal, um, uh. unfortunately. <laughs> Jackal is so much its own thing that uh, mm-hmm. uh, people are afraid. To, it's like trying to do a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah right um, okay True. so um but yeah it's it, it's a fun game it's difficult um i just there's a speed run mode i went on youtube to see if i could find anything that people were doing and there um, i did find one where somebody completed the game the speed run in an hour and a half um it's going to last longer than that obviously when when you're first playing it but uh it, it's interesting enough that I, I thought it was worth a mention, and I'm going to uh, have a review of it up sometime this week. Um, but uh, another reason I wanted to bring it up is because it is on sale right now in the uh, cool. eShop, um, mm-hmm. like a 20% off sale. So if you're interested in that type of challenging platformer game, 
um, just look up garlic and check it out. <laughs> it does sound interesting. I do love a, a platformer. Uh, it, and when you, it's funny you said he looks like an onion because immediately when you said the name garlic and it's a platformer, I'm like, so is it like Super Onion Boy? You know that, that other platforming game? I, I didn't play that one, so I, I can't say for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Um, Justin or Katie, do you have any opinions on this? <laughs> Any yeah, I, I, I love some good uh, retro platformers. Uh, I really like Celeste, which was kind of, you know, challenging and, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, of course, Shovel Knight. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'll, I'll have, to, have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. I think I love the the fact that you can go off the side and come back. It reminds me of, uh, was it Ice Climbers did that, didn't they as well? I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And even that Mario and Luigi, whatever it was called, the original, uh, what is what is that even called? Mario Bros. Arcade game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you could do that there as well. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Thanks, Kirk. Yeah, I look yep. forward to reading that review. Um, I wanted to touch on something. <clears throat> excuse me. I think it was last week. Uh, pretty sure it was. Pokemon Sleep. I mentioned briefly, and I wondered actually because you went online uh, last week, Justin. And I know you're a Pokemon fan. I wondered if you'd heard of this little app. It's a mobile phone app. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I, did, I did download it. Right. But, but, and I was going to use it. But, so the day it came out a couple of days ago, at least in the mm-hmm. US. Um, and, and it was like, all right, you know, uh, like I had a reminder of like when you want to go to sleep. And I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. And I was going to bed. And it's like, all right, uh, we need access to your microphone. And I was like, wait a minute, why does it need my microphone? But like, I guess it, it listens to your, you know, if you wake up or, you know, that type of thing. And I'm mm. like, I don't know that I want a microphone active all night. Anyway, <laughs> I just, so I, did, I didn't do it. But uh, anyways, that's. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's, um yeah, it's interesting uh, because last week we, you know, I sort of speculated because we I, I couldn't access it. It was more. Uh, waiting for it to download like you said Justin it came out during the week so I downloaded it as well and uh, Hayden and I gave it a test during the week we only used it one night like Wednesday or Thursday night or something and um, yeah there's there is a lot to it like you there's this professor who's talking to you about all these things and I don't know if you did this as well in the setup process Justin did you go through the whole thing yeah there's a lot of talking there's a lot of background information <laughs> I'm like okay i just want to get to the sleep uh, part but i suppose it's good in that it's got a story and there's things to do and certainly lots of pokemon to collect so we did like i said we did do it for one night and it was a bit uh i don't know if strange is the right word i was wondering how it would work and the way it works is once you've set it up and you put your times in and all that sort of thing you turn it you don't lock your screen or close the app, you leave it open and you just turn your, your phone upside down and place it next to you on your bed. And then it just, the screen goes dark automatically and it just records your sleep patterns during the night, which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, I guess you need a lot of, a bit of room because, you know, I don't know about you, but I toss and turn a lot during the night. So uh, I'm very likely to smother it or knock it off or <laughs> do all sorts of things with it. I also don't really like having a phone right next to my head during the night, but that's just me. Um, but anyway, we did do it and it worked. And then the next morning we, you know, because uh, I guess there's a Snorlax who's kind of the center of attention. And then all these other Pokemon come and join him and you unlock their little sleeping poses, which is really cute. Wow. And you collect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really cute. Uh, I think we got a Bulbasaur and uh, what else did we get? We got three. Uh, Psyduck was there. Yeah. There was uh, yeah, there was a Bellsprout, I think. Yes, there's a few who came to join Snorlax in his little sleeping session. Um, and it's, yeah, it's quite adorable. So <laughs> we haven't done it since, um, but we probably will try it again. It's, yeah, it's definitely an interesting little app. And, I mean, it does encourage sleep. It gave you a score. This was your score. I think um, I'd set it to Hayden's bedtime, which may or may not have been the right thing to do because I put the phone down with him, but then I... Uh, got up and did things and I needed the phone so (laughs) it probably didn't quite give an accurate portrayal of his sleep because the phone wasn't resting next to his head the entire night so but it gave him like an 80 out of 100 
score for the night, which I suppose is decent. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. I don't know. It's just out of the, out of the blue, what a random app to have. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see yeah. how it goes. Uh, is it something you're interested in trying, Kirk? <laughs> uh, probably not, uh, especially now that <laughs> Justin says if they will, if wants access to my microphone all night. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I tend to always like what the the remote controls. You get a TV and it says it wants to record you, so you can speak what channel you want. That that's a hard no for me. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember it asking that, but it must have for me as well. Or maybe Hayden did the setup, <laughs> just accepted. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, it, like mobile games are already kind of a hard sell for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's like same. Yeah, like I, I already have like kind of limited limited time to play games, so I, I just prioritize other games uh, than mm-hmm. mobile. But, you know, I think it's still it's a very unique concept and fun idea i think like uh, pokemon has another app where you can like brush your teeth with pokemon yes kirk and i talked about this last week have you tried that justin i I have not but i I think these are like awesome apps like you know again for kids like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hey get get good sleep you know brush your teeth you know like hey yeah something that gamifies that cool yeah yeah Yeah, definitely i gotta brush my teeth every day so i can get pokemon sure Yes. Uh, well, you know, you, you should use that when yeah. the time comes for your That's child. Right. <laughs> when there are... Your kids will want to be brushing their teeth 20 times a day. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. got to yeah. get them on. on. Stuff's expensive. Got to brush yeah. them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't use that in that in that app. I cannot believe they didn't say that. <laughs> you should be in marketing, Justin. That's right. <laughs> yeah i agree though is it's if it's going to help you know especially if it's slightly educational um, we did say this last week if it's helping kids do something healthy or educational then it's i think it's worth it so yeah we've been using pokemon uh smile which is the brush one for probably two or three years now hayden uses it every night so yeah it's really cool and harrison used to use it but he's he's got outgrown it i guess but yeah anyway the other game that I'm playing at the moment, and I've only very lightly touched this one, is called Proto Corgi. And this is a review game that I've taken on. Uh, it's a shooter. So it's very easy to describe because it's a side-scrolling shooter. And I think we can all imagine immediately what that looks like. Uh, the, I suppose the, the gimmick is that you're a robo dog, a, a corgi um, dog, which... <laughs> is kind of cute so it's a very cartoony looking shooter um it's chaotic there's lots of things flying at you there's lots of things to collect there's power-ups um yeah from my limited experience i died a lot and quickly <laughs> but it's fun you know it's hard to go wrong with a shooter i'd say uh there's a score there's a there's a leaderboard which is kind of cool you know you can put in your name like the old arcade games and have your name up there saying I, I did well. There is a level creator, I noticed, which is a nice little add-on. I'm not sure how much this game is, but uh, I, I imagine it's a budget title. So I'll work on my review during the week and see how that goes. But that was a fun little thing that I just picked up yeah. uh, for review. It's, and yeah. Sorry. It's pretty It's pretty cheap, uh, at least right now. It's 70% mm-hmm. off. It's $2.99. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. Wow. It's normally, normally $6.99. So yeah, seven bucks. Oh wow! Okay, that's good. You your gold coins before they expire. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yes. Um, wow. I mean, two dollars. I would say from from limited experience, I think it's definitely worth two dollars. Seven dollars. Yeah. I'd have to play it a little more to find out. But it does have that level builder, like I said, which gives it a bit more longevity. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a decent shooter. Um, it's a little hard to decipher between like, well, at least originally there's lots of things to collect. Like I said, there's fruit for some reason. I don't know why the dog wants fruit, but there's eggplants and carrots and there's these fish bones. And I thought I had to collect those because dogs eat bones, but no, they attack you. So, uh, don't collect the bones. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's well animated. It looks pretty cool in a retro style, retro kind of animated style. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. I do like a shooter. So when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, I'll give that a go because I, I tend to enjoy shooters. I think they're pretty 
fun usually like I said it's hard to get them no I didn't say that but I meant to say it's hard to get them wrong it's like you just go left to right and you shoot things um yeah so (laughs) yeah it's a decent time and the corgi struck me because Hayden actually we don't have a corgi but he seems to really like corgis for some reason that's like his favorite dog so as soon as I saw that yeah like I'm like yeah of course I have to try that that's really cute I do have to say I I thought it would be two player and it doesn't seem to be which is a bit of a disappointment same with Pikmin 4 but yeah this one shooters I don't know why it's not two player I guess it is a very budget title but there's like your corgi dog has this like shadow dog behind you and I thought that was like a helper I don't know what it is it's like his spirit in the robot I I don't actually know what it is but it looks like there's two of them and I thought oh cool it must be two player you can separate those two dogs and you can have two players but no we could not seem to work out how to do that so slightly disappointed at that but anyway otherwise it looks pretty pretty good um well we're almost at the end of the show but justin did you want to touch on something you're looking forward to i think there was a new trailer semi-recently for sea of stars and i think we're all pretty eager to hear more about this one it's a bit of a rpg in the vein of chrono trigger right yes yeah which for for people that haven't played chrono trigger it, it is a classic um but yeah sea of stars looks to be heavily inspired by um chrono trigger and they even uh got the composer for chrono trigger um that is so cool Nori <laughs> mitsuda uh, he worked on chrono trigger chrono cross and also xenoblade chronicles 3 oh wow um, so he's got he's got quite the resume there um anyway so I, i'm excited about this the pixel art looks amazing um, if you guys go to their website, they actually have a really cool uh, thing that you can do um, that will show you just how dynamic the lighting system is in the game. Even though, like most people think, oh, pixel art, it's not going to have, you know, kind of modern lighting and, you know, all of this type of stuff, shadows and all of that. But it actually does. And it's really slick. If you go to their site and you scroll to the bottom, it has this little slider. And it will show you how the day-night cycle works and how it uh, affects the, the lighting and the pixel art. It's really detailed and fantastic. So it, it's still kind of that 16-bit style. I mean, but it is obviously looks better. There's fun little reflections and water effects and you know stuff that definitely makes it look more modern than something wow. that on the Super Nintendo. But but yeah, like if you look at that, doesn't that look that amazing? Yeah, anyway, I'm just checking it out as you're talking. It looks so cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool effect they did there. Anyways, um, but they have they have a free demo. So if you guys haven't checked it out, um, oh, it's out now. The demo is already yeah, out. Yeah, the, yeah, the demo's been out for the last couple months. Um, I think the progress transfers over. Although it's kind of weird. It's not like you know, it's an RPG, so. Uh, it would be kind of hard to have the progress carry over because you're playing just kind of a prologue, right? Mm. But mm-hmm. in this, you kind of play like two or three story points. So it kind of plays through some of the initial area, some of the combat. The combat is kind of a, a cross between Chrono Trigger and like the Mario and Luigi RPG games. So um, uh, in the sense that, you know how when you would hit like a button in Mario RPG games, uh, or Mario and Luigi games, um, it would like do you'd kick a shell between you and uh, Luigi, and if you kept mm-hmm. pressing the A button when the shell came back to you, it would kick it back to Mario and then back and forth, and then it would get faster and faster. But if you kept timing and you your timing was good, you could get you know maybe five or six attacks, right? Um, so it's that same type of thing. You have some you have some skin in the game with the combat. You can determine. If you land a critical hit, you know, with some of these timing mechanisms, but uh, cool. lots of combo systems like Chrono Trigger. Anyways, very very fun. So I'm I'm very excited, and that comes out August 29. So that's mm, not far, like a month, uh, like five weeks or something. So yeah, yeah. And I think I think it's going to be. Um, they announced the price recently. I think it's like thirty five dollars. So that's it's pretty good. not. Um, yeah, it's not that. Not that bad. So, anyway. and I assume you've played through the demo, or at least tried it. Yeah, yeah, played all the yeah. way through the demo. It does cool. go and do. A, there's a boss battle at the end too, 
but just really fun. And it, it really scratches that itch of uh, like Kirk, what was that game chain of echoes that you played? Um, yes. Tell me about uh, it, it's, it's like that. It's uh, it, it skews more like chrono trigger uh, style, but it's very similar to that, that kind of super Nintendo golden era RPG yeah Lovely. yeah and the visuals are, are kind of the same like the highly detailed um yeah. sort of pixelated graphics and you know i'm going to say this in their favor i, I much prefer the look of this game and, and chain echoes over like the hd 2d games that, yes. that everyone sings the praises of from like a yeah. square enix you know those yeah. those kind of games 100%. i think these look so much better so much yeah. better than that yeah. yeah yeah to me like if they ever did remake chrono trigger I wouldn't mind if they did like just do some better pixel art like this, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, or, or do something like totally 3d and, and different, but like that, that HD 2d stuff that I, I like Octopath games and, and some yeah. other ones do. It, it's just a little jarring having 3d and then 2d pixel stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, like I get that they're trying to connect to the older games that in that way, but I, like, like to me, it's like, don't remake it if you're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Jarring is the word I thought of as well before you said that. So, yeah. I agree. Like it looks nice, but there's something yeah, just off yeah. about it. Like it just, yeah. yeah, it's a bit. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to describe. It, isn't it? It's like nice lighting and nice shadows, mm. but the characters themselves are kind of muddy and yes, like yeah. It, yeah, it's you, almost like I'm looking at it. And my and like I, I can't find that right point between between my glasses and my bifocals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One yeah. thing looks right and one doesn't, and bouncing my head up and down trying to make everything look right and i just can't do it yeah because they're using like modern like blur like depth of field effects Mm -hmm. but pixel art and so you're like i kind of want the crisp pixel art that's why i like the sea of stars it's like you've got the crisp pixel art everywhere they're not doing any blurring or any other like you know weird weird modern effects on it you know Mm, yeah exactly yeah, well, that looks beautiful um, and only a month or so away. So we're definitely looking forward to seeing Sea of Stars hit the switch at the yeah. end of August. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that to our attention again, Justin. I've forgotten about that because that was in, I think it was, was it during a Nintendo Direct, two Directs ago or something? Maybe? I think so. It may have been yeah. featured in one of their indie Directs too. Yeah, it might have been the indie one. Yeah, I remember it, seeing it somewhere. You know, it's kind of special enough that I think Nintendo might have featured it in the main main direct. Like it, like it's it's got a lot going for it. Again, that that mm-hmm. composer being a part of it, and this is from yeah. the same development studio that did the Messenger. Um, right. Yeah, which was another kind of like Ninja Gaiden uh, style, you know, uh, style of gameplay, but but really fun pixel art. And so so yeah, it's from that same studio. So. Brilliant. Yeah, that's amazing. Very cool. Um, thank you very much. Did anyone else have anything else they wanted to cover before we sign off for the for the show? Any last words of wisdom? <laughs> no. Go play Pikmin. Yeah. <laughs> play Pikmin. Yes. Don't don't listen to my negativity about the co-op. It's still a, a wonderful game. So <laughs> I just wish you've never played a Pikmin game before. Yeah, if you've never played one before, this, yeah. this is a really good place to start. Don't worry about missing one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that it looks, it, you know, Pikmin 3 looked looked wonderful. Pikmin 3 Deluxe, you know, on the Switch. But this is obviously made made for the Switch. So, you know, they've taken full advantage. It does look lovely. Um, yeah. There's a lot to do. So, yeah, definitely worth checking out. I think we're all enjoying it. I just, it's just because I haven't played Pikmin 1 and 2, so I'm not so used to the one-player side of things. I just, I've been a bit spoiled where I've just played Pikmin 3 Deluxe with my son. So <laughs> for me, it's like I'm missing out on that. But it's okay. It's still it's still really, really wonderful. Um, and definitely check it out. And thank you, everyone. Thank you, Kirk, Justin, and Katie for joining me this week on the on the podcast. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on one of the podcast um, streaming platforms such as Spotify, Amazon or Apple Music. And you can also check us out on YouTube. If you like and subscribe, we would really appreciate it. You can also leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you. And if you ask us a question on YouTube in a, via comments, we will we'll answer those questions on the next show. So you know, feel free to reach out. But until next week, 
thank you everyone thank you listeners and game on everybody bye bye bye